When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. St. Louis. It's the morning after on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the morning after STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to TMA. From the Michelob Ultra Studios, Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Sullivan, Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, The Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you on the program. Doug, let's get them in now. Let's what? get these calls in. Oh. Yeah, we're, staring right, we're gonna stare right at the phone the entire morning. That's right. Because we got nothing. There's only five no. of us, and we can't think of a topic. No, 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 no. Yeah. If anything, we have we have too much, and I think we should do oh. eight hours today. Okay. You interested? I need uh, to get, know that I am in advance. So busy. <laughs> I've got doctor's appointments that I haven't set up yet, <laughs> but I went frantically. I've got my secretary trying to set up some. Appointments for me, so Executive no, I don't think I'll be place. available for eight hours. All right, fair enough. Well, then we'll try to jam it in this hole right now okay. that we have. Six three six nine zero zero four TMA is how you can call in. Three one four eight eight one TMA five is how you can text in. Those are the EDF group text inbox numbers, and then the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Yesterday we had the announcement that November eleventh at the St. Gabriel, the Archangel, mm. in South St. Louis. We will have TMA Trivia, the remix, the second annual, this year's trivia. Uh, we'll test your general sports entertainment and St. Louis knowledge along with some TMA-specific trivia thrown in the mix for all of our lemmings. Doors open at 6.30, trivia underway at 7 p.m. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 8 a.m. It's $45 a person, and you say, hey, hey, Doug, what do you get for that? And, yeah. th and this is what Doug says to you. Okay. You can purchase single tickets or a table of up to eight or anything in between. So you could, let's say you're going to have an MMF that night. Oh, oh brisket perfect for it. I agree with that. Why would brisket be perfect? It lays a nice base. Yeah. And, it's... and then you wash it down with that gentleman's love. Oh. And you can put like a little barbecue oh. sauce in the navel. Yeah, dip, yeah dippings. <laughs> you're going to go, uh, what, that, my, my sweet bestie? Yeah, I like actually the mustard-based one as That's well. That's a good choice, Carolina mustard. Yeah, uh, tickets include food from Salt and Smoke, that brisket you were asking about, Doug, for your Fire. MMF. To lay down a base. Correct. That, like, sits in your colon? <laughs> Clip that off. Is that where it goes when you lay down a base? It's yeah. good for anal. Right. Oh! And then beer, all your beer from A.B., but you're welcome to bring in your own food and drink as well. Oh, can you? portion of the proceeds go to the wonderful people at St. Gabriel's as they look to win every city-county championship in every sport. Oh. Uh, I think they've done that seven years in a row, so let's just keep that going. And uh, it's November 11th at St. Gabriel's. So we have that on the program. Now, I have November a really 11th. stupid question before we move I on. I am not actually taking questions. A really stupid religious question? 
Oh. You said it's St. Gabe's the archangel. What makes someone an archangel? Uh, Doug? Oh, that's a good question. As opposed to just an angel. Is it I, a higher uh, level of angel? I only spent nine years there, and I don't know if they got to that. You never asked the question? I see these things. Oh, by the way, I want to get to this. Uh, Drew and Erica Swings in studio at uh, 9 o'clock, oh. so make sure you're in on that one. Okay. Uh, somehow my TikTok algorithm occasionally has sapphic play, but I have no idea what this is. There are these videos, and I think they're real. Let me make that clear, of people, like, screaming and gasping is what... A skeptic would say is a hologram that somebody created of an angel shooting up out of the sky. Okay. I, of course, know it's real. Yeah. And oh! <laughs> that's essentially that the reaction. Strange. It's it's awe-inspiring. I bet it is. Now, your answer... Uh, but I don't know if it's an archangel that is... What is an archangel? The answer, and it's really funny, just the, the definition is his role is... The chief of angels. Oh, so he's basically the mosaic of, of the angels. angels. Okay. Always goes back I didn't to know. mosaic. I'd, I'd heard that. I always wondered what the an chief of angels sounds okay. better. All right. So Saint Gabriel's the chief angel. I, I guess that's why they win everything. I thought Saint Michael was an archangel. Am I right on that? Well, can there be more than one Hefe? <laughs> uh. I know we have a lot of priests who listen to the program, Man. and we'll put you right to the front Father of the Father Brown, I should know. That's correct. There's a lot of names Sister I can't Monsignor Grundle, Sister Catherine Patricia. It's all there. Monsignor Grundle. So he's in charge. He's the big boss That's of correct. his church. But That's not correct. every church has a Monsignor, right? I think that's correct, Yes. They don't all have a Monsignor. As you know, St. Gabriel's in the 1980s had Monsignor. Did you pronounce it Lubali or Lubali? I, I was, I because there's that bakery in, was it in Marlboro? Yeah, I know where you're talking. See? Yeah. I know what I'm Bakery doing. in Marlboro. Right. <laughs> Sounds like a... But I think they pronounced it Lubali's, but our Monsignor at St. Gabriel, the Archangel, hail mm -hmm. to the chief, was Monsignor Lubali. And then did he go to Mary Queen of Peace I afterwards? I wouldn't know where he went. But then the guy who replaced him... Was Father Burgoon, but he wasn't a Monsignor. What's that about? Six three six nine zero zero four TMA. What churches have a Monsignor, and what which ones don't? I think why? all churches have a Monsignor. But I just presented a an example. Yeah. Okay. Now it's bad for them because there's no free agency in the priesthood. They can just put they can shove you wherever they want. Yeah. Monsignor, you're going to uh, Maculata. I don't want to. Well, you have to. Episcopalian, Lutherans, Roman Catholics looks to be ones who do not have pastor, pastors or bishops. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Pres I think, I mean, I spread throughout the Catholic Church, uh, Monsignor, but I don't know. Yeah. Presbyterian, we just, we call them a pastor. We, yeah. Yeah, or a minister. Minister, Reverend. thank you. Reverend and minister. Parsons. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Reverend McCracken. Uh, we're starting, to, we actually are getting a lot of answers in okay. our text inbox, which makes sense. Uh, hey, Tim, my wife has a theology degree from Fuller Seminary in Los Angeles. You can ask her Doug's question next time you're over for an anal session with Wellington. That's oh, from the recovering alcoholic gosh. from Belleville and Webster Grove. So I'll, so I'll get the answer here this afternoon. Okay. I don't, I don't think every Catholic church has a Monsignor. I don't think they do. I think they do. I'm sure they have a head priest, but does that automatically makes him a Monsignor? I think it does. 
In the Catholic, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you have to have a priest that runs everything. Yeah. That would be the Monsignor. We had Monsignor Dirk in the same room, Magdalene. Huh. Catholic is much more structured, so I think you Boy, need that is. head of the table. Yeah. He gets to wear the red hat. Presbyterian, he kind of doesn't wander kind of, around. Yeah, kind, kind of free and easy. Around. Come and go. Yep. <laughs> got denim on. It didn't have a lot of rules. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we'll talk more about that along with Erica and Drew Swings oh. in studio at 9 okay. o'clock. Uh, now, let's uh, give the audience who uh, who started following the show in the last week since we appeared in the New York Post. And what was it, a feature on the show? Is that what they did? I, in the I, don't, I don't think it was. They didn't. I didn't read it, but I assume they didn't even mention us, did they? Our video of the interview with... Uh, the uh, teacher from St. Clair, and her name, of course, was Brianna Coppage. The whole interview was up there? Uh, a clip of it, right, Jackson? Yeah. Well, hey, sorry to bother like you. someone who doesn't uh, fully know. I said yes. He sounded like he was perturbed. T- Tim said, just a clip of it, right, Jackson? I said yes, and somehow okay. that's some sort of... There was a bit of a pause, and then there was... Then there was well, it takes me yes. a second to turn my mic off. Okay. Turn my mic on. I'm doing stuff back here. Uh, yeah, for it's weird. The button's like introverted, so like it feels like it's off when it's on, and mm-hmm. it feels like it's on when it's off. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, our interview it took a shot at the Post Dispatch on the um, Instagram or Twitter. Our so, interview took a shot at the Post Dispatch. Somebody tagged me in it. Well, our interview didn't, but somebody posted an uh, cl- uh, excerpt from the Post Dispatch. It said, "And uh, our calls to uh, Brianna Coppage have gone unanswered." And somebody, re- somebody replied at TMA SDL at Iggy Strode. Maybe you should have called Iggy Strode. He could have got it for you. And I nice. Just, I just responded, well, they could have taken a few quotes out of our 45-minute interview if they wanted to. Well, then you don't understand pitching, and that's okay. Say that again? I'm sorry? I'm sorry. God, so much tension in this town. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the Post did run a story just a couple days after that's we right. did the interview. But they had interviewed her first, Riverfront Times yeah. interviewed her. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't get, really break the story. We but just, we advanced it. We advanced it for sure. Absolutely. So Brianna explained when she was on with us that this Eric and Drew Swings were the people who she worked with who have a big following. And that is most likely where she was spotted by someone who then took it to social media, which then led to the St. Clair School District finding out about her. And then Erica and Drew Swings know Doug well from attending parties together. And they <laughs> I've reached never out been to, to a you. party. Did Erica and Drew Swings reach out to you? I got an email from the no station email. Questions. Through the station no email. Questions. I don't know that, why they That, by the way, me. is hosting Tell It Like It Is Sports Talk Radio. You ask oh. a question that has nothing to do with the real situation, and then you shout the guy down. And then you take another phone call. Man, you're the best. You just tell it like it is. Mm. And then you do that for 30 or 40 years. So you just got taken to the woodshed. How's it feel, counselor? I have the the same email account of all you guys. I feel like Tom Cruise and you're Kevin Bacon. And one of the emails I got was from them. I don't know if they just remembered my name or what. One of the five guys in the dais who really doesn't like talking porn gets the email from an OnlyFans account. But I was happy to pass it along. And asked me to join him in the pool. I passed it along to all of you. So Doug wanted to get him on the show. He was able to since he knows them, and they <laughs> will be in them. studio at 9 o'clock. Unbelievable. Up until then, we'll okay. talk more about the Catholic Church uh, hierarchy. Where's your <laughs> guys' favorite place to go to dinner since you guys are obviously friends? Yeah, where do you guys I'm go? Fr- I've never Do you lay a base with that brisket from Tom? No. 
Russell's on Mac. I'm sorry. Now that I shared the email with you, it can get romantic inside and also very casual on the patio. Oh. Good news, caller Drew wants to talk about Doug's relationship with Eric and I Drew Swings. Maybe he's Drew them. Swings. Good morning, uh, Drew. Hey guys, how's it going? What's oh, we're okay. Word? I'm not Drew Swings. To sorry to let you guys down. I know who this is. What up, Doug? This is not Drew Swings. Drew Swings is in at nine o'clock. We thought it was Buzz, right? Call her Buzz. Isn't that what you just said? No, never said oh. that. Oh. Sounds like Buzz. Well, I slept through a... I had a blackout moment, apparently. Who the hell is this? It's called Drew. He loves oh. pirates. Okay, Drew. Dude, uh, I'm not I'm not Drew the Barbary Pirate texture either. Oh, okay. really? Well, who are yeah. you? Just a dude. Dude, Lubley's Donuts used to be bomb. What kind of donuts did you get there? Like chocolate long john, mainly. How mm. heavy set are you now? Uh, you know... It's a it's a process. Yeah, yeah. You weigh over two thirty, don't you, Drew? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Why do you care how much he weighs? You taking a lot of sugar? <laughs> you guys want a a fall time culinary tip? Yes, please. Yeah. So steak and shake chili, I think, is like the ideal chili, or at least it's like my favorite right. kind of chili, meat and bean forward and thick, not like soupy and vegetably. Like, I've been trying to make copycat versions for a while, and I think I finally nailed it this past Sunday. So what you do to get that consistency of Steak and Shake and the taste, and this is going to sound kind of gross, and it looks gross initially, but you put half of the beans you're going to use in a blender with a can of Campbell's or, like, Schnucks brand condensed French onion soup. You blend that mm. up, throw it into the pot after you've browned the meat, add whatever else you'd like, tomato sauce, tomato paste, like diced tomatoes, white onion, jalapeno, and you're there. Like beans and French onion soup in a blender. That's that's the tip for making steak and shake. Okay, nice. Wolfgang Puck, why would, why would you go through all that with us? I just, it's like a, you guys were talking food and and you were discussing my weight. Okay. I made a chicken tortilla soup last night. Oh, yeah, I was. It was fire. Two chicken breasts. Cook those up. Oh, yeah. C- can we get a caloric intake update? Oh, yeah. What do you yeah. think yes. you wound up at? Because you were at 1750 when you left the studio. I think yesterday. it was 4175. Good for you. I rounded That's up. That's about right. I rounded <laughs> up. 4175. That's twice what you're supposed to have. I didn't know what you were supposed to have. About but, 2000, I think. But the tortilla soup was absolutely fire. I had two helpings. And let me guess, you lost five pounds? I have no idea, but added extra corn. Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. So, yeah, it's soup season, Doug. Soup and chili season. Gosh, don't Bust we always we were just like you, to eat absolutely anything you want to eat all day long and never get Do you feel good throughout the day, Plowock? Yeah, I never have diarrhea. I never oh, ask you about that, although I like question. it. Well, but I that was a nice where... byproduct of my question. But, like, do you ever feel, like, lethargic? No. You're bloated. good. No, bloated. yeah. Do you ever feel bloated? No, I'm very regular. Um, I can sit around all day if I'd like. I can go out and play 18. I mean, I walk about three miles a day with the dogs, do individual dog walks. So that's how I get my exercise. Yeah. I, well, I mean, walk. Walking's not a, a super exercise, but. That's a pretty good one, especially exactly. as you get older. Yeah. Well, so are now. you done, Drew? You have another <laughs> recipe for us. Um, I Something that may be of, of interest to the day. So, you know that, like, mine. Bending Iggy comment where he goes, you don't have a mom, so you can't have that wife or something to that effect. Yeah. Is there yeah. any way we can hear that plowsy? Sorry to put Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I just that's like a request. request. Yeah. 
you don't have a First mom. of all, you don't have a mom because you're not married, so your kids don't have that mom that you're dating. All right, so the context <laughs> that before that is, and, and I know the exact conversation because I've been compiling, compiling my own, like, best ofs, listening back to old shows while I wait for the weekend skeleton to change. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. What, what a life. What, pro- what prompted Iggy to say that? It was a Kevin Miller text stating that he likes to hang out by the school bus stop to check out all the other hot moms. Mm. Yeah. What he was trying to say was that Kevin Miller, I, I don't know the man, but he's apparently like not married. Like only He's been engaged for a long time or something. Yeah. Yeah. So in Iggy's mind, he can't actually have his own hot mom. Like, it wasn't about Miller's mom. It was about his longtime fiancé or partner. And Iggy was explaining that Kevin Miller is not actually in that hot mom's club at the bus stop because he's not married. Which, you know, in the end, who really cares? But I did actually understand what Iggy was attempting to get at when I heard it again on my own version of TMA yesterday's show all day. You actually understood the comment. But it was like he didn't have a mother-in-law. Not a mom, because you talked about his his wife's mother. He's not married, so when he's hanging out at the bus stop, he doesn't. He's not in the hot moms club because he's not a woman. First of all, you don't have a mom because you're not married, so your kids don't have that mom that you're dating. (laughs) In in his mind, his fiance would not qualify as hot mom. I have to tell you now that Drew's explained it, Mm -hmm. the drop makes sense to me. Mm. I'm still confused. Yeah, my eyebrows are starting to hurt with kind of a stabbing pain. Yeah, I have no clue what I meant. <laughs> that off. I think I just explained it. Yeah, but I don't know. He was talking about a hot mom. Hot mom is one that gets passed around from guy to guy. <laughs> Doug, is that what a hot mom is? Dude, I don't know about that. Like, Gosh. usually the hot moms aren't the one. Like, those are the ones that are like the high-priced hookers. Oh, I'm thinking, and that, I'm thinking like, of hot wife. Sorry. I'm gonna say hot moms. <laughs> What's the difference? Doug, what's the difference between a hot mom and a hot wife? Well, you can be a wife and not be a mom. Think about that. That's true. Nice. Hey, I gotta go. Okay, <laughs> sorry to bother you. Get back to the donuts. That's what we gotta do to call and to drown them out. Oh, God. Drew's a good guy, though. I'm sure he's getting eviscerated in the text line. Is the donut place still there? Lubelize. Madison texted me and said her mom used to get Lubelize. I don't think it's still there. No. I don't know that. Oh, somebody's weeing next to us. Yeah, I hear him. Jackson, who is it? Probably Rafe. Okay. They spell Lubelize. L-U-B-E, lube. <laughs> <laughs> yep. L-Y, apostrophe S. I got it. Is it on uh, Watson? It was on Watson. Is it still there? No, it's permanently closed. Wow. Oh. Coral Courts and Lubelize. Yep. Rest in peace. It closed, uh, looks like, uh, 2017. Oh, yeah, after 80 years in Marlboro. Well, it's probably hard for those mom and pops to stay in business. With it's like a pretty big storefront. Walmart and Target and everyone else selling groceries now. Aldi's in the market. I enjoyed Drew's call. That's from Brian Henson. This call is so bad, please hang up. That's from Harrison's mm. brother, Master. Gosh. Doug Polarizing. Opinions are mixed. Well, I do enjoy a good recipe. Too. Yeah, we got one. Yeah. Call Drew. Mm-hmm. I like chili, and I like steak and shake, so I might try that. So that's the key French onion soup. Somebody else said they put Coca-Cola in it. Oh. Yeah, my mom does that with uh, brisket. It's really good. Coca-Cola with brisket? Well, yeah, but this is like oven-baked brisket, not 
barbecued brisket. It's a little bar. different. It's like what she serves on Passover. It's outstanding. Who, who would have ever thought of putting beans in a blender, mixing that with? Well, I think it's French onion soup. Smart because if you, ha- I don't know about the French onion soup, but I, if you ever have steak and shake chili, it typically is their bean pods. Or I know you don't like pot anything in a pot. Yeah, no, 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 no. But their pods are typically already broken up and kind of in half, so that it looks like they have been kind of cut and blended. They're not that whole. I mean, they have a couple that are whole, but most of the time. Why go to that trouble to I, chop them up? I don't know. More Drew and less of those losers, Stephen Wildwood and Mr. Licks. War Drew, that's from Nathan from the east oh, side of Alton. Gosh. Well, at least he got inside of Iggy's mind there and tried to figure out what yeah, the that was. Yeah, he explained it. And for the record, November 1st, brand new skeleton. All new skeleton. Is that right? Uh, the only time you'll be able to hear the the day's broadcast of TMA on 105.7 HD2 in the stream is 7 to 10. 7.07 to be exact. Now, what do you think about that? And then this is oh. best ofs after. Nice. I didn't know because Tommy is out of town this week for a show. For I think one of the shows or he's doing something. He's out of town. So we're meeting on Monday. I didn't actually know the full skeleton breakdown. Yeah, that was uh, covered in a meeting to. last week. So uh, a lot of complaints for you. You've gotten Plowhawk regarding the oh, weekend. It's definitely my fault. And, of course, yeah. getting blamed for something you really don't have anything to do with. It'll just be best of. So we'll be loading them in. We'll do uh, We'll intersperse. Some of my podcast interviews in there, which is, I don't know how we, how do we sift through the profanity though? Because I say the F word because I'm insecure. Somebody's got to sit there and listen to the entire. I know. That's a, t- that's a tough spot to because sometimes I'm interviewing people. It's usually not me actually. And they'll say something, but it just kind of comes out of nowhere. I don't know how you do it. Like when you get what you cut out like the old live reads on the best ofs, you could play it at what? Two X speed or three X speed. Hell. Oh, yeah. And then you can catch where there's a 60 second live read. And it's easy because you kind of know how long it's going to be. So right. you're getting a library. This is tough, though. All of a sudden, just an F comes out. So I don't know. Maybe we don't do that. Maybe we just do TMA stuff. I'll tell uh, you what. It would help the inventory to have those. So I'd be fine sifting through it. Because, I mean, I've, I've anticipated it's this. It's, it's, yeah. Really? I, have, I feel like I that's mean, a tough one. It's You sit there for 50 to... I mean, you get to minutes, hear but... me one of the best, if not the best at conducting an interview. No, so that's, that's all that really matters. So I guess that's something most people would do for free anyway. But Let's still. outsource this. Let's you think we should send, outsource send this? Send every listener one, yeah, yeah. one file. How about that? Right. How about that? <laughs> Try to find the cuss word and get rid <laughs> of it. They have to break down. They have to be able to do the... audio editing as well. well yeah. it's, it's like they're like they. It's like you have to to keep listening. Well, yeah. they're not happy about the change to the skeleton, Doug. That is surprising. No. That sucks. No one's listening entirely from 7 to 10. That's in the 314. Well, no, the podcast will still be yeah, up there. I think, yeah, the podcast is, as always, available as is the old. You know, in the sales meeting uh, <laughs> that we were in, uh, Jackson, you can vouch for this because you were in there two days ago. And as I, I told a little anecdote about it yesterday, and there were 20 people, including all of the general sales managers, the director of sales, and damn near every salesperson here, uh, one of the wonderful reps, Maggie Tyslowski, Doug, she's a delight, uh-huh. isn't she? Like oh, a three-time Hall of Famer? Yeah. Maybe seven. Three or four. No, six. One. <clears throat> Perfect. There's I only, think it was one more than Iggy. There's only one person in this building that has two Hall of Fames to their credit. Well, I thought Maggie had like three or four. No, she actually responded on my uh, Facebook page that, Iggy, I only have one Hall of Fame. Oh. You post about her on your Facebook page? <laughs> no, I don't know what I posted. 
But she's certainly deserving of at least three. I really don't know what the post was. Maybe <laughs> maybe that I'm going into the U.S. Maybe she was watching the cooking show and just wanted to update you. <laughs> well, that had been about a year ago. Um, I think I said I'm going into the USBC Hall of Fame, and that'll be two for me. And Maggie said, Iggy, I only have one. But she should be in three. I she agree. She probably should be. I agree. Yeah. Either way, she goes, why are we making a change? A good-natured question. Huh. And I said, well, <laughs> the, the listeners have, have requested it, and uh, we, we try to give the people what they want. And that was the reason. Ew. That was it. But now, apparently, Doug... It's not what the listeners want. No. I'm telling you, making these people happy. Woo-wee! Full-time job. Well, there's nothing you can do to make everybody happy in almost any situation. I haven't seen the text line, but I would assume people are going to be like, oh, they're going to play the same Sinbads over and over again. Is that still the only thing we play, Sinbad interview? We still call it Sinbad Radio. Well, we know the truth, so don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah, there's, certain people, the tr- there's some people that just like to bitch to bitch. It doesn't matter. Like, when I go out during a <laughs> live spot. During one of your Hall of Fame induction speeches. No, if I got to go to the bathroom during a live spot, I'm going to just do it during a live spot. Then they start bitching. Oh, there he goes leaving again. But then when I'm in here, they tell me to shut up and quit talking. I think we're in a, a unique spot. I could be wrong on this. Obviously, we're on at the same time as the Riz show. But I think the Riz show's camera setup, and perhaps Jackson or Plowhawk, you might know, or maybe you know, Iggy. When the the cameras are, they move to whoever is talking for the YouTube broadcast, like there's a director, except there's not a director. In other words, the cameras are essentially audio activated. Like if you're on a Zoom call. Well, sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the main yeah. screen is the mm. person who is speaking. And so on here, everybody is on except Jackson, who's in the Michelob Ultra Studios. And so in a vacuum, without being visible to the, the people who watch... Getting up wouldn't matter, but since we're all on camera at the same time, it it just looks like you're like, well, f this, and then you're getting up and leaving. See yeah. what I'm saying? So if it were yeah. just on me or Doug when we were doing a live read, then nobody would know or even bring it up. You see what I'm saying? For sure. But they also have five cameras. That's a part of it too. So like when Scott King Scott talks, the camera sl- switches to him. If we had five cameras, we'd have some similar to that. Hmm. Who knew, Doug? Yeah, the key is five cameras. Maybe Jackson needs a camera. It's high time. It's There's not still... really like I'm, I'm. I would like. I, trust me, I have no qualms with being on camera. It's just there is uh, real estate is is scarce in this uh, booth here. I mean, I can barely get what I have in here on well, here. Cameras are pretty tiny. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But listen, I, I just uh, I just do what I do. Doug, you know? does that answer everything? I don't set up I everything. Don't well, listen, I'm not telling people to f off when I leave. You know, we're the, probably the only show in this <laughs> building that goes an hour, hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes without taking a break. You know, and I have a Gatorade and some coffee. If I got to go to the bathroom, I got to go to the bathroom. But I, I don't just walk on the middle of the show. I wait till Tim's doing a live spot, or you do. And I know that's usually back-to-back live spots. So I have time to go out and go to the bathroom without missing anything. And it's no secret you have a cranky prostate. I'm right. not telling people to F off. I'm just, well, good time to go to the bathroom. Uh, who's your daddy is supportive of the change of the skeleton, Plowhawk. So there you go. Uh, This is a change for the better. I will listen more throughout the day now. These boomer dumbs can figure out how to listen to a podcast. Mm -hmm. That's some Hoosier daddy. Oh, just wait. The complaints will happen. So, like, I've anticipated this change. So I've been trying to edit as many best ofs as I can. Oh, that right? You've been on a best of heater? Little bit. I'm going to have to do more so. I thought it would be a change at the end of the year. I am glad that it's changing. I just didn't know it would be November 1st, but that's no problem at all. I don't think there's a lot of boomers listening on the podcast. 
To be a boomer, you got to be 60 years old. Is that what the is that what the cutoff is? Just about. I think it went to about what 1960 or so. Let's find out, Doug. Nice. Uh, I think it ends about 1960. Uh, it's 1946 to 1964. 64. Okay, so darn near 60. To be fair, Tim, Iggy got up mid-take during the Cardinal off-season conversation two days ago, forcing you guys to be interrupted, and that's pretty rude. That's from the Afton Alter boy. Gosh, come on, Afton. Well, don't worry about what we do in here. Just listen to the show, and don't worry about when I walk out for a few minutes and come back. And You think people just, just actively listen. worry about that? Well, Brian Henshin's covering well, they, the Colts and the show, and he says that is a lie. Lie, lies, lies. Tell me sweet little lies. You got up during the baseball conversation two days ago. Got him. Also, I'm pumped for the new Skelly. Thanks, Plowsy and oh. Jackson. Y'all rule. What the hell do we do? Well, that's just the way the thing works. <laughs> I do it. Other people get credit. That's the way that it works. Just makes it harder for your audience to hear the current show. Most likely a move to force broadcasting to increase those numbers. Boy, this guy's really worked up about it. It's the same guy, it. too. Oh, dude. This Wait, is force leave numbers. us alone. Why would it be harder? We, uh, I think this might be a sketch or a bit. Because there's no way anybody could really be that upset about it. Like, who cares? Like, and I can tell you, we don't sell numbers. Just FYI. I mean, whatever. I don't give an F. No. That that's the you truth. You did it. Nice job, Tim. Remember? I just, I mean, it, it, it's just leave it, us alone. I mean, if somebody's going to make something up, but that's fine. nonetheless. So it's, it's just for the record, what you're saying is not true. Now, the upside is I have a hole, you have a tongue, and I would like you to taste me. <laughs> Oh, no radio isn't that the best, has isn't that ever the best offered way? that to a listener. Isn't that the best way to handle it oh. as opposed to just starting? Oh. So you can't listen from 7 to 10, but you can't oh. listen from 10 to 1. That's when you listen. Novel concept at 10 o'clock. Bring up your app. Boom, there it is. Eggy walks out during discussions the day and talks about him instead. That's what he's doing. That's some Gary Pinkle's cell phone etiquette. Doug, there's a lot of complaints coming in this yeah. morning in the Mungan-ass St. Louis Ag. You're all oh, enjoying God, they're so pissed. Well, Why is they everybody I don't care? I don't know what they talk about when I leave. I'm not in here. There's not a radio in the bathroom. I don't know. When listeners start caring about it more than we do, what do we do? These listeners are banty about a skeleton. They sure are. They're upset about the Dodgers being swept, I guess. I guess. You think that's what people are upset about? I think so. Uh, what are you upset about this morning? 314-881-TMA5. We're going to workshop it. Uh, it's the EDF group text inbox. Support the sponsors. That's the name of the game. Uh, and, and if you do that, you know what? Light us up all day long. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's, that, that's, that's the trade-off. As we say, Doug, cost of doing business. Mm-hmm. It's the EDF group. Support the sponsors. The EDF group uh, is a sponsor of TMA and the text inbox. Uh, do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? Great. The answer is yes. You certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at the EDF group.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the EDF group.com. The EDF group is hot and will prevent your facility from having hot fires. Experience the EDF group difference and learn more at the EDF group.com. Jackson, tell me about Mark Hanna because he's one of the finest people I know. Yeah, he's a great communicator is what he is. He presents Jeremy Rutherford every single Wednesday during the Blues hockey season. And uh, we love him for that. We also love him for his financial wisdom. And not just his financial wisdom, his life wisdom. That's why I work with him. You know, you want someone you can trust in your corner when it comes to your finances. And planning for your financial future is extremely important. I didn't think it was that important until I started working with Mark and I realized that working with someone like Mark Hanna, or working with any financial advisor really, but I suggest Mark Hanna, 
it's so important because if you don't know what you're doing, you could be stuck in a position. You could be years behind some of the people, you know, your peers. You don't want to be in that situation. You want to be ahead of the game. And that's ahead what of the game, is. Doug. That's what Mark Hanna's going to do. That's, he's going to put you right ahead of the game. That's why I work with Mark Hanna. That's why you should work with Mark Hanna. Uh, his number is 314-889-0503. He's online at evergreenstl.com. And here's the thing. He's like a drug, Doug. He's like a drug. Yeah, because <laughs> after you get done talking with him, you feel better. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the serenity you bring me. Thank you for the perspective you bring me, Mark Hanna. Mark Hanna, his new slogan, I'm a drug. He's a prescription. He's a human prescription. He is. <laughs> I'll be turned. Yeah, I think he said he's going to call himself the key bump and just put that on billboards. His nickname should just be RX. That's right, Mark Hanna, RX. The key bump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl. Com. I'm Banty this morning that my shoulder labrum is 90% torn and I have to have surgery next Friday and it will properly screw up my holidays. That's from the little Dutch boy. Yeah. Like people are expressing why they're not happy. Right. Well, just get So on the, on the surface, it's attacks on the show or individuals on mm-hmm. the program. But now what we're doing is we're going under the surface. And as it turns out, it's another slap tear. Really getting to the root of the issue. Your shoulder hurts, so you're going to yell at us. Uh, you don't sell that this guy's back. He is upset about the skeleton. Oh, I saw that. Text. I still think that it's possible. You don't sell numbers, but I guarantee your advertisers ask about them. That's from the 314. The advertisers know about the show, though, so I don't know if they even care. Like, they know who supports. Well, I like, guess what I can do is offer you 10 to 1 if you want on money, and I'll go up to 100 because I, I only want to risk $1,000. And if you want to do it, and then you want to talk with 10 of our advertisers, and then we come back, and then we can settle it up. If you're making guarantees, I'm right. comfortable with that. I'll put my money where my golf is. Is that what you do? Now that you've said that, does your offer of the hole still stand? Oh, my God, yeah. If I'm going to get analingus from a listener? It's kind of like an add-on to any deal. Yeah, they call it added value in the industry. <laughs> oh, so I've I'll never give, heard I'll of I'll give you James thing. Carlton's number, Mark Hanna's number, Jamie Burkhardt's number, uh, EDF Group's number. So the listeners, number. the listeners are now arguing with us as the to new, how the, the new sponsor's number will be announced here within the next week or so. Too. Well, well, I did it, but the listeners know it. You right. see? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you know something we don't do that we don't know. You know, we give them ratings, uh, give them our ratings, even though HD2 doesn't have ratings. So I don't know how we're giving them ratings. I mean, the whole reason for the skeleton change was the request of the audience, right? It really was. It I makes it harder for me because we have to do more best ofs. We're rolling through them more instead of 19 hours or 18 hours or whatever it is each week. But if the audience wanted it and there were complaints oh. about it, the audience is a huge part of of any show's success, especially if a show experiences some semblance of success. And if we can do that without expense associated with it, because that's what Hubbard, of course, is going to monitor, then then we do it. And so that's how it got done. Is it possible that this is But it is a- not some stealth way to increase podcasting numbers. But, but it, if one wants to believe that, the great news is I shall give you the advertiser's phone numbers and you can confirm, and maybe I'm maybe I'm lying. Maybe this is a big ruse, and then I will Venmo you $1,000. What an upside. Of course, I, I, if, I'm, if I'm right, I shall take your $100. What a great deal. You get 10 to 1 on your guarantee. And you're banned from the Come and line. get it. Come and get it, Doug, because oh. this hole is smooth and rewarding. Oh. And you're about to get a little taste. <laughs> I think these are are fake and false complaints, and it's his backdoor way of getting into your back door. Mm. Well, then that was a nice meta play. Yeah. Mm. What's the best way to prepare a Wagyu steak? Thanks. That's from Upper Afton Back Fat. Gosh. 
Man, big tough. Probably reverse sear it. Wagyu steak. Mm. Probably reverse sear it. Do you barbecue that, or do you worry about your neighbor stealing it right off the ground? No, we got to think about that. Real loss. That's why me and Madison only do upper floor apartments because of the... Got to stand on the theft. Renter's Roundtable sneak preview. We'll talk oh, yeah. more about that at the Renter's What's Roundtable. What's the latest on the Renter's Roundtable? I'm ready. Same as I'm ready. I got takes. How to avoid having your pork steak stolen right off your grill. <laughs> that's at least an hour. Well, that's a two-part. Yeah, that's a two-part. They steal two or three ribeye steaks from you. Two. Hey, two. Tim, can I just get straight to tasting your hole? Thanks. That's from the 314. Oh. Genie was the podcast scheme... What does that mean? That's from Smoky Taint. Doug, you like that Smoky Taint? <laughs> Pepper and Genie was the podcast game. Smoky Taint sounds like a 1920s pitcher. <laughs> like it sounds like scheme. someone who's smoking, who has smoked so many cigarettes, the smoke is oozing out of other orifices. <laughs> <laughs> wow, poor Plows. He's going to have to actually do a little work for once in his life. Put down the damn cinnamon rolls oh. and earn your paycheck, you hairy hole bad boy. Oh. Some John Lithgow's Harry Henderson. Put down the cinnamon rolls. What are you eating now? <laughs> yeah, what are you, it looks chips? like chips. Yeah, Master P wrap snacks. Ooh, Doug, Master P. It's a different snack. Every time you pull one out, it's something different. Variety is a spice of life. That's right, man. You never know what you're going to get in this lunch pail. Yeah. Yesterday, you talked about those Hostess cherry pies. Made me want one I, real bad. I almost bought one. But I, I almost want to go to, like, a bread store. Like, we had a bread store in Canton, like the... Like Lubelis. That's like right. That, yeah. yeah. Is that still around? No. We've covered that. <laughs> we have that Marlboro? That. It's mm -hmm. I think it might Coral have been Quartz. in Marlboro, but it may have been just yeah. west of it. Yeah, the Monsignor was somehow related. Yeah, I think they were related. I You're think right. So probably. So. Uh, Cal Kennedy, Doug, you know him as the John Wooden of CYC basketball, and he says uh, there are three archangels: uh, Saint Gabriel, Saint Raphael, and Saint Michael. That's fun. That's fun. They're the head of all angels. Chief. Chief of the angels. Uh, and not all parishes have a Monsignor. It is an earned title that comes with. Oh, person. That's what I thought. The I head of the have. parish is just the pastor. There right. It is. There's your lessons in Catholicism. And again, Erica and Drew swings in studio at 9. Okay. And then Jackson and I will go down the hallway. Jackson, we ought to book a hockey guest because they're not going to be happy. No, they won't be happy, but the Blues don't start till tomorrow or today. <laughs> I suppose we could have. Like, they won't have played by the time the party starts. Had we been more patient, we could have just asked Erica and Drew swings about the Catholic hierarchy of the church. That's correct. You know, the political positions and the, the management structure. Your stance on Monsignors. That doesn't sound like a name from the, the Christ era. What? Rayfield. I think the D's silent. Well, it doesn't have to be, does it? Rayfield. How do you get to be an angel? I don't know. I guess God, here's they, another uh, question for the swingers. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Pope has to name you. Right, these guys are. I don't know about an angel. I know saints. I think the Pope is, like, I think for a long time they wanted uh, Sister, is it Sister Teresa? Doug, Sister I Teresa. She taught me trumpet at St. Gabriel's. You don't hear many guys named Justin back in the days of Christ. No. Hey, we've covered this topic before. <laughs> yeah. I forgot her name. Yeah. Like but the... to be a saint, don't you have to be involved in a miracle of some kind? Right. But angel, wow. I don't the know. What definition of miracle is that? Though? Well, that's one of the core issues in humanity over yeah. the last few thousand years. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, it hasn't led to None of you guys wars. are saints, are you? You have the Monday miracle. You have the fifth down. Right. Yeah. Was the flea kicker a miracle for Nebraska in the north end zone? Probably. Yeah. Tom Osborne So a does saint? Matt Davison become a saint? Tom Osborne, Scott Frost. 
Was it Shevin Wiggins? Was it Shevin I, Wiggins I just that kicked it? I just don't remember. Saint Shevin. Damien. Damien. Where do you go to school? I go to Saint Shevin. Mm-hmm. Now about Frank Saint Marseille. Think about that. Susan Saint James. You can't just call yourself a saint. About well, that's their last name. Yeah, they didn't come shouldn't. up with it. Martin Saint Louis. Nice. Oh, one of my favorites. Uh, Mark Hanna just texted me, and all I use is my mouth. What? Oh, wow. So he does one of those, like, huh? hand behind his backs. For what? Really showing. <laughs> oh, uh, Tim Burkhardt, who is the buyer from Milagro Tequila, wants to get involved in me collecting $100 for free. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think this gentleman's going to take me up on yeah. the bet. It's amazing how that works. I'm only available today to talk to this guy from 2 to 3.30. Uh, and then he says, also, I saw Olimar Mole at Olive Garden in Chesterfield Valley last night. Really? Huh. No it's surprise. Like, it's, like, it's, huh. it's like Tim Burkhart just went burgering. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> spotted, it used to be spotted at Tony's in downtown St. Louis. Now it's spotted at the Olive Garden in yeah. Chesterfield yeah. Valley. Yeah, the fancy ones. That yeah. Chesterfield Valley has virtually every franchise restaurant you can think of. It really does. It says almost everyone, and they're right next to each other. The Cardinals have, like, executive meetings at, like, the Cheesecake Factory. I feel like, you know... At the Galleria? The menu is so big. I feel like Mozilloc and, like, Marmol look for deals. So that's probably why he was at Olive Garden, soup, salad, combo. You know, you got the endless pasta dishes. Could be some low-hanging fruit at Olive Garden. Oh, absolutely. You could find a double-edged pitcher. Easy, easy. Gosh, a guy can't even go out to eat dinner and we make fun of him. Tim, I know for a fact that Upper Afton Backpack would put his tongue on your whole thing. That's in the old Appleton stepdad out there on a beautiful mm. morning in Appleton. Old Appleton yeah. enjoying some country time lemonade, just rocking back and forth. What would be Upper Afton? Is that like <sighs> Seven Holy Founders area? That's... Is that near Grantwood That's Village? Coriazu? Yeah. Coriazu at your feet where we lay. Think about that. Okay. And and how do you, here's another Catholic question. How do you get Cory out of C O R? Body, Latin. I took four years of it. But at shouldn't the there be an University I? School. Shouldn't there be an I after it? Cory? It probably is properly pronounced Coriezu. You know what I mean? Coriezu. But then it sounds like an I sound in there. You're in the cor, cor, yezu, but then when you pronounce it, you say Coriezu, and you hear that you hear that I in there, so even it's though it's kind of a sloppy pronunciation. I, I. Okay. Mm, yeah. Sloppy. All right. <laughs> I'll tell you both then. I dated a girl who went to Coriezu and is from Upper Afton. <laughs> Look at that. She back fat? No, she was hot. Where she are were, they now? She wore those things. <laughs> back then they were, were called hip huggers. Did you date a lot of these hundreds of women at the same time? Because you're running out of time to date everybody. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say date. Bang. You just said you dated you say her. Bang. Well, date, have sex with. I just think the gray and the pink would pop. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Tim, I just asked my wife for her input on the cloth. She said, you, Tim, Jackson, and that show should just stick to sports and the perverted sex stuff. She also added that she prays for us every day. That's from the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves. We could probably use that. We could use it. Doug, Jill St. John had a great rack. Thanks. Yeah, she was a hot number. Uh, that's from Joan Jett's groping hand. Cliff St. James was Corky the Clown on Channel 5. Yeah, he was. And a weatherman. And then fantastic. he did uh, roofing commercials. Yeah, he was a fantastic performer, what he did. He I lived in the 126, and we looked down upon the peeps in the 123. That's from Steve and Wildwood. Is this Afton shaming? 
Like is Afton in uh, I, zip I code 63126 and 63123? Afton got million dollar homes now. 126 is Sunset Hills Crestwood. At, what Afton the new Kirkwood? <laughs> I don't I don't think it's there yet. Is it the next? It's not there yet. Could be. Tim, you amaze me with your intelligence every day. That's from Chester Drawers. Yeah, I just think that's something that's like a truth, though. It doesn't need to be said. It's eliminating. It's like gravity. Susan St. James had a sexy, raspy trucker voice. That's from Manupal Eligible. She was on Macmillan and Wife with Rock Hudson. And he was a ladies' man. Well, he was gay. Right. Yeah, he. I'm, I watched a docu-series or something about him and... Yeah, he was gay. Yeah. Well, Back when they guy. kept him they kept him in the closet. Yeah. Because he was a leading of... man for a lot of movies. He's a yeah. big star. I think we knew that before the documentary, but I don't know if it was a documentary, if it was a yeah, I saw show it. It was that was Net... it was on Netflix. Yeah, okay. Hey guys, I'm contemplating changing my text name to Saint Rayfield. Thanks. That's from Big <laughs> Tuft. And who's sideways with Big Tuft? Is it you Plowg or is it you, Iggy? No, I, he redeemed himself this morning with oh, that really? text. Which yeah. one? The one about Saint Rayfield? No, the one about uh, when you, we were talking about numbers and he wanted to see the blue chew numbers. Oh. <laughs> that, kind of, that was kind of a good one. I didn't see. That was when you just absorbed and didn't read. Yeah, yeah. So he, that was kind of good. Well, blue chew was very happy with it. <laughs> oh, of course they were. I, they were so happy it lasted two weeks. It, it wasn't a shot at Iggy or anything. I just thought the text was funny out of all the, the sponsors we've had. It brings up the blue chew numbers that we'll he get, wanted to We'll see. get John in here when she comes in. Doug, let's get John to in. Sure, she's, she's, she's coming in. She came to me and said they said of all the spots they do, they enjoy yours the most. Yours was the they, best ever. They like them. They get they get good response, and then they drop. <laughs> yeah, that goes hand in hand. You get fantastic response. You cut out that sponsorship immediately. <laughs> the tales of Commander <laughs> McBride. Well, I'm just answering him. He said he was taking a shot at it. And the truth was, it was the best they'd ever had. That out of all the radio ones they do, the mine are the best. Yeah. <laughs> well, there wasn't a producer in the city that could touch me. <laughs> I brought that one back. How you managed to stay humble through all these years, I just don't know. Be humble. Sit down. Guys, can I call the sticker bus people? I miss them. That's from Stephen Wildwood. I still don't know what that account was. You can name accounts yeah. from a decade ago, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember, and then I can picture who the, the buyer was, usually because I, I developed a rapport with him. But I don't know what the client was on the sticker bus. And what was the business model? I'd like a swoops uh, pick on yeah, that. That's, that's my question, is why would they advertise <laughs> if they're bringing in zero revenue? And you just they just had a school bus that you well, put Well, 590 the man on? and 1380 the woman had a billboard, so theoretically you right. could ask the same question there. Right, but at least there was like a some semblance of like a plan. The sticker bus, uh, you know, opposite side of change the golden goose. The sticker bus. So the idea was you just put a sticker on a bus. Yes. Yes, that was the spot. <laughs> it's still a was better like a idea PSA? than pocket tube, though. I don't know impact? why, but it still yeah. made more money than pocket tube. Did they charge you to put a sticker on there? I, I just don't. know. I think it was a promotion <laughs> promotional thing for them. Can they drove the bus around town? I guess is my. Uh, <laughs> but what are you promoting if you're making no money? Maybe they had an event coming up that they were about to throw on people. I don't know. Sticker fest? Yeah, it was. That's kids cool. love stickers, though. Sure. Little kids love stickers. Get them stickers. at the dentist. Everybody yeah. needs to and call. And this show reaches adolescence. Kids. Right. Maybe we should Our give base. away stickers. And we get all the way to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. We did. We have a Brick sticker. We have a sticker of Learn sticker. 
Oh, wow, that one. There's our sticker. That's a new feature. As a kid, after school, every day we'd stop by the gas station. And we'd ask them, any new stickers in? Yeah, we got some new Pennzoil ones in. They give us like a Pennzoil and gas station stickers. Dude, when I was a kid in elementary school, you know what went big? What? Outside of yo-yos and Pokemon? No. Were the, uh, like, the sports pencils. You know what I mean? Those were probably popular for a while, but, like, collecting the sports, but, like, you know, you had the NBA, the baseball, and hockey, and there were just the... I don't remember those. The, yeah, like, just pencils, obviously, that you use... People Time to grab your pens and your oh. pencils. Doug, do you know what song that's from? No. Or line that's from? No. Picture pages. Okay. Picture pages, picture pages, time to do picture pages. Time to grab your pens and your pencils. Uh, Jamie Burkhard, uh, to the guy I'm betting with, uh, who now has gone dark, hmm. uh, says he's available from 2 to 3 to talk with him. So you can okay. you can talk with Tim Burkhardt, uh, Milagro Tequila buyer, and Jamie Burkhardt, Munganess, St. Louis Acura buyer. Uh, and uh, Munganess Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, he's available to talk about your belief that uh, we're selling podcast numbers. I'd like to see this sad. My Venmo, for the record, uh, when you want to pay the $100, is at Tim-McKernan. Doug, that's yeah. M-C, capital K. We capitalized the K because of what the natives did to our people when we went to Ellis Island by sticking that mick on us. Okay. E-R. N is in Nancy. A N is in Nancy. So you can Venmo me the hundred dollars there. But outside of the hundred, Tim, don't you just want this to take it to the next step and actually have this random sad call like a couple of sponsors? Mm. It would act? be wonderful. I, I mean that like we I, I don't James know. James Carlton come in on his own accord, and Mark Hanna has offered to do it to address the sales staff. Most of whom, believe it or not, don't get a chance to listen to HD2 shows in a janitorial closet. Hard to believe. And say, I've spent advertising dollars and named some of the bigger shows in, in St. Louis, and nothing has delivered a return on investment for me. It's essentially played a role in the growth of my business. And Mark Hanna's like, it's the best money I've ever spent. We Mark have, Milton, who's not on the show, yeah. was uh, texting me last week. I, sh- I should have read this, because uh, you're a big Mark Milton guy, and I'm a big Mark Milton saw him at the hockey game on Saturday. Mark Milton. Yeah, great guy. Uh, let's see what he wrote. How about this? Just listened to QFTA about Ryan Kelly. Just wanted to say that sponsoring TMA is one of the best decisions I ever made, and I know Ryan has said the same. I dropped mine earlier this year for reasons that had nothing to do with ROI. I know this might sound crazy. Also, nothing to do with the show content, obviously, but quite honestly, we were, are, maxed out with work, much of which I attribute to my four years of sponsorship, and it just didn't make sense to continue doing the monthly spend when I felt like I couldn't continue to provide the best service I could to the listeners with the volume we had. I hope that makes sense. For any listener, I think authenticity matters. Who is a business owner with a product-slash-service not currently advertising? I don't think advertising dollars could be spent better. It's the first thing I did when I went on my own. Uh, not trying to kiss your ass, but I wanted to let you know that and express my gratitude. Just out of nowhere, Mark Milton yeah. said that. You've offered that? the other guy to kiss your ass. That guy's going to lick it, actually. Oh, oh. He's going to lick it. So we got him so much business, he doesn't need to advertise anymore. Yeah, but I think the reason he dropped was because of the podcast numbers. Ah, uh, could be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
My favorite live read was Tim's personal stylist ad that Charlie had to do, and he couldn't make it through without crying laughing. That was one of the stranger sponsors. Oh, well, Mount no. Rushmore of strange sponsors over the years. Sticker Bus Live. And that was a weird deal. I don't even know how that one happened. You needed to be dressed properly. Yeah, that one. Because this is how I dress essentially but every day. But even back then, it was even more so. It was like white tees and like <laughs> athletic shoes. Like it was, it was so much. And that's, I think, why this is an era to where Tim kind of like... It was pre-golf, I do believe. Yeah, I did start playing golf well, in we 2016. Could all, we so could all it, use was, a stylist to come dress us a little nicer. But Charlie, once but could he... Could you get, look nicer than I look right now? Yeah. But Charlie, once you get him going and that laughing fit, yeah, which he, I buy a lot... a good giggle mm-hmm. fit. It, 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 it's, everybody's laughing. Now, that was one of the funniest times. Yeah, that was yeah, good. I think you guys all look hot today. I oh, yeah, I, got my, I think I got my TMA gear. More gerbil. And I need... I, it is it was so cold this morning. It's going to be like 75, 80. I was out yesterday. I I brought shorts, but I had a backup pair of jeans in my car, thank goodness. I was so cold this morning with shorts, I couldn't do it. It was perfect yesterday, and I thank Iggy anytime we get great weather. And today, it looks like it's going to be glorious. Well, I think it'd be great if Brooks Brothers or somebody became a sponsor and spruced us up. We could come in here with ascots and things. It is ascot season. 78 degrees high and sunny. But, Doug, this this might be it. Iggy, is this? Oh, I see next Saturday, 73 degrees and sunny. Perfect for the Gers against the Gamecocks. Yeah, this Weekend Homecoming. is a little chilly, but then after that, warms up again next week. Not in the 80s, but low 70s, mid 70s. Jen from uh, KC, the morning show, Jen Williams, saw her in the break room this morning. She goes, I'm going to play golf today. I said, oh, it's going to be a glorious day for us. It's going to rain. It's going to rain? What have you looking at? It's going to rain tomorrow, it's by the be way. It's going to sunny and nice. For our outing with Thoris and Wadwacko and Chairman Stephen Wilder. I don't know how much, but the percentage-wise, it is high. Doug, that's a problem. I that's a problem. So Doug, look, Phoenix Airport, Brooks Brothers. Oh, oh yeah. How about them? I take a photo. Yeah. Don't, wouldn't you like them to dress you? Come in and say, Plowsy, we're going to give you a makeover. I'd be all for it. Sure. Give me a, a nice fitted suit. <laughs> that's what we should wear, suits. People used to wear suits to go to the radio. My favorite live read was Iggy's Blue Chew, mainly because it only lasted a week. Once they found out, he was just berating the listeners for needing their product. Thanks. That's from Mr. Licks. They actually liked the berating part. Mm, it was the best live spot that they'd ever heard. They, they used my line. Chew it and do it. And they started using it in all their ads. Yeah. It was probably the best because it went like five, six minutes. Yeah, it did go a long that, time. Yeah, they do get a nice bonus. Yeah. Well, half it's make good. You're kind of berating. <laughs> Don't that, go soft. Get some more. Forty-five off. seconds. We, we would like keep lead. talking about something else, and then Iggy would be like, "Yeah, chew it and do it." <laughs> uh, KG in O Town with a wonderful callback. Got a dog. Dog's name Dixie, which was actually discussed on this week's QFTA, which I believe is titled "Stop Tickling Me." Doug, is that what this is? Jackson texted me and goes, "What should we call this week's episode?" And he said, "How about Stop Tickling Me?" And I told the story. Was it 2005 or 2006? Don't know the years, Tim. In which uh, this was probably the first time, the first of many, KFNS tried to fire the cat. And the general manager, uh, who producer Joe eventually later that year would tell to go F himself and, mm. and then was terminated, surprisingly. Yeah, it usually <laughs> happens that way. Uh, called us into his office. And uh, this, the, this live endorsement I was doing for a company, large company, too, had the most asinine copy. Think of Charlie giggling through my personal stylist live read. Uh, that's how I was with this live read for this company. And I could not make it through the live read without laughing at the copy. And so 
I thought it was obvious to everyone when I said, stop tickling me, the cat, that I was just looking to buy time mm-hmm. to get out of the fact that I was laughing at the copy of the advertiser that was so ridiculous. And so they called us in. I don't know if Martin was there, but the cat was there for sure. And the general manager in his defining Matlock moment looks at us and just hits play and says, and you can hear me say, stop tickling me, the cat. And he goes, Jim, what do you have to say for yourself? And the cat goes, you can't be serious. You really think I'm tickling the guy? <laughs> and they were getting going to terminate the cat for tickling me during a live read. <laughs> <laughs> and that was 2006, and i got to be uh-huh. honest with you, it's been really strange since then. And what did they say when he said, do you really think I'm tickling you? I mean, it, like they were dumbfounded that he wasn't tickling me, and yet I said in the middle of a commercial that he was tickling me. But they weren't trying to fire me, they were trying to fire him, so then yeah. they had to go back to the drawing board and figure out another thing, and then eventually they just fired him even though he right. had a contract, and then he got a new bathroom. Pink slipped him. Yep. And then brought Bob Fesco in. And that wound up working out, so well. actually... Oh, that's in Lewisburg. That's correct, yeah. cider. <laughs> Do we have that drop still? I'd like to hear that plow. I could have been like drinking exclaiming it. cider. And... It's like a declaration. I mean, I'm yeah. going to look in all three of my files. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty confident we got that. I'd one. really like to hear that. I mean, I know we have it. I got two flash drives back here. So heavy He's, with files. He was yeah. exasperated when he said it. You may have to flash drive that one. I don't know if this... Flash drive that piece? Yeah, that's the, that's the one I don't know if I've ever had. I think really? I've had to have Bucks Whoops in it a few times. Okay. Yeah. It's Gould, right? No. no. Fesco. Bob Fesco. Fesco. That may be the first guy that actually started the uh, fake outrage. It's on Clip That Off. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. I could have gone pumpkin picking. <laughs> That's one of them. You know. I could have had donuts down in Lewisburg and cider. <laughs> That's the one. Okay. That one, yeah. On Clip That Off, it's a dual shoot. <laughs> Where's Lewisburg and why aren't we there? Kansas City area? I would I assume. I don't know. Lewisburg is in, probably in, uh, might be in Kansas. There's a lot of Lewisburgs, you can imagine. Um, so, that's the fun thing about Berg and Lewis, is both those words could be spelled differently. Mm, oh, fun. Uh, Lewisburg is a city in Kansas. Uh, it's in Miami County, Kansas. And it's got a population of a robust 5,000. Okay. I just, just wonder why you go all that way nice. for cider. Well, because that's be where good it cider. is. Yeah. You like cider? I'm kind of out on cider. No. You know, it's it's one of those things that in, what do you call it, fall time, it sounds to me like, oh, that's going to be good. And then I have it and I go, eh, I don't really like this. No. Yeah. Not, now, What's apple cider donuts. What's in that apple cider? I think it's just sparkling apple juice, eh? Apple I, I cider. Sometimes you, they say having a little apple cider vinegar is good for you. No, no. Yeah, it's supposed to uh, increase your metabolism, I think. Apple cider is fresh, unfiltered, and often unpasteurized. It's also considered a seasonal drink. It can be hard to find outside the autumn months. Apple juice, on the other hand, is filtered and pasteurized. So that's the difference. It gives it a longer shelf life, sweeter taste, and smoother texture. Real nice. That's why uh, cider kind of is like uh, opaque, while apple juice is a little more see-through. Okay. You asked, you asked for the difference? Yeah, yeah, I wondered what it was. Lewisburg. Okay. Rain doesn't bother me, fellas. We will play no matter what. I have a four caddy. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. How about that, Plahuck? That's cool with me. I don't, yeah, I don't care what the weather is, really. As long as it's not a complete downpour. It's supposed to be perfect today. I'm going to play out at Peebly Farms again. And you're like a regular there. You're like a member. Fantastic course. It is a great course. Gosh, yeah. it's nice. I'm, I'm uh, shaving strokes today as well. Where are you shaving strokes, boy? Stone Diesel. Stone Diesel. Where's that? Is that Stone in Lewisburg? Wolf. No, Stone Wolf. 
And what did you call it? Stone Diesel? Yeah. Who are you playing? The sweet, sweet Kai? Is he in from the Inner Harbor? No. Nah. Now that the Orioles are done? Ivan says I'm Pete. T Dog. Who's T Dog? <laughs> uh, um, the, uh, the producer on uh, BK and Ferrario? No, that's T Diddy. Ah. Uh. T did <laughs> you call Pete private citizen because the other friends of yours are, are very much public? public no, because I don't want to get confused with gangster Pete. Oh. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I played with that Marty Link yesterday. Nice. How'd you play? Great guy. I played pretty well, and I hadn't played in, since we played Jackson, whatever that was, like three or four weeks ago. Yeah, boy. Yeah, so yeah, I was surprised that I played all right. Course was in good shape. Tip of the cap. Tip of the cap. And then I'm supposed to play with the plowhawk. I have to have my game peaking to play with the plowhawk tomorrow. Oh, I would I'm think excited. So. I think I'm going to play well. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. And Chairman so Steve, Even who's track. driving greens on par fours now. Yeah, I'm just based yeah. on just confidence level. Just a relaxed atmosphere with some, you know, some good dudes. Okay, don't get that look on your face. <laughs> did, I, did I peacock? You said that and then raise your nose, put your nose yeah, up Yeah, I like that. I like that. You kind of look down on me. Yeah, yeah how did it feel? I haven't seen That's the Waco good. in a while. <laughs> Obviously, I haven't been to Algonquin since Pours Day. So That's what they call it? That's what Algonquin actually calls Poor, it is Pours Day. That's not technically what they call it, but it's what, you know, probably some of the members call it. When they allow the homeless to play? <laughs> Anyone's available to play? No, I'm excited. Could be part great of that course, homeless bill group. of rights that they're working up down in the city. You can poop Extend on the streets the and play out mm, on Tuesday. Scat sidewalks. <laughs> I remember how awkward those shows with Fesco were. Tim earned his stripes for sure. Archangel Timothy, one could say. Doug, that's from Gary Pinkle's Gosh. cell phone etiquette. Now they want you to be named the fourth Archangel. I can see that. Archangel St. McKernan. Biggie, were you in the building for that time? Or had you already been whacked? No, I was there for most of the big league broadcasting range. But 2007, that program existed from January 2007 till June 2007, in which my attorney was able to negotiate me getting out and only having, I think it was a 60-day non-compete, and that was the key. That was the key. That, that, Doug, was the key, because then we could start TMA in September of 2007. Mm -hmm. Um, The years get so... Oh, how the years go by, Vanessa Williams, Penthouse. You've been doing so many shows. I know I came back from um, Springfield in 2003, went to work with Stully and Ladd at 1380, and then Simmons bought it, and Simmons hired me to be the producer. And I don't know how long Simmons was there. Doug, how long was Simmons? Uh, Just it seemed like a year. Well, Simmons owned, they were over the sex shop when Simmons still owned it. Right. I was there until they fired me because they didn't have any money to pay me. Tim had his car broken into there. I did. Rich Gould gave a traffic cone a heave. The cat and I got run off of the Lumiere parking lot. Don't park here. Producer Joe passed out there. Yeah. Now, I know it was there when Joe got fired because I was in my office. Cheering. We call the producer's pit. And you could hear screaming. I just looked in there and Joe told him to F off. And all of a sudden he's out the door. All because he didn't have enough T-shirts for a remote or something. That's correct. We were doing a remote Hope this doesn't come off as a brag from McDonald's across from Rams Park. <laughs> and it was flattering images of me and Martin and the cat. And uh, surprisingly, people wanted them. And they gave us like 15 or 20, and they were gone within 15 minutes. And that sent Joe into rage. Really? Yeah. What did you tell these other people that drove all the way out to Earth City for a T-shirt and there were none? That's why Joe was raging. All yeah. these people came out there, and, and we only had 20 shirts. And then Joe uh, told the general manager to go F himself, 
And uh, and again, surprisingly, that was, that they terminated that. him. Yeah, that was that. Let's go park some cars. <laughs> Nobody had another career after that in radio. That's correct. Well, when we came when we came back, the deal was that he would be in uh, he would be the producer. So that's when mm. you came on board, and producer Joe came back, and then the cat who had been whacked but got a new bathroom. We came back uh, above the sex shop in September of 2007. But January to June was, at the time, the most difficult for me with the show, without question. Now it's probably, like, ranked fifth. But at the time, it was brutal. Because the show was 7 to 10, and then Jason Barrett kept trying to get me to quit because they owed me for, like, I don't know, two more years on my contract. And so they're like, oh, God, the show isn't working. We're going to blame Tim and not Jason or Bob. And so they kept trying to get me to quit. So then they started the show at 6 to try to get me to quit. And then they started uh, putting, trying to put me with people to try to irritate me uh, to get me to quit. And so since I knew they were trying to get me to quit, I'm like, well, there's no way in the world I'm going to quit. <laughs> so <No>. <laughs> <laughs> trust me, I'm going to win this war of attrition, and then I'm going to go to another place and put you out of business. Oh. But sometimes I take things personal. I just got to be honest. Sounds it might like be a flaw. It. Sounds like but it. But sometimes, so it was good. They bought, it for, they, got, they bought it for uh, $13 million and they sold it for a million and a half. And so that's nice. there's the win. Good tax write-off. How do you do? Mm-hmm. So that feels good. You mess with my people, you lose twelve million dollars. F off. They bought that station for thirteen million dollars. That's right. Huh. But well, it was Martin a, Kilcoy yeah. and producer Joe and, and the cat and me were the problems, not their inability to sell. Yeah. Well, they did have all those brokered shows in the closet there. They're making a ton of money off those. Mm. Yeah, maybe not. One day they brought everyone in, including the people that were brokering shows, paying. That was a different. That was a different ownership group. Yeah, yeah. But this ownership group brought them in, people that were their paying customers, and yelled at them and told them they weren't doing it well enough. <laughs> the brokered shows that are like uh-huh. scrounging together like a thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. when they have full time jobs pick it up. and got berated. Uh, Tim, is that when they made you do the Ram show on Sunday? That's from Stephen Wilde. But that actually was before that. So I left television going, you know, one of the reasons I want to leave TV, I'm making more radio, I'm going to be doing radio than I am TV, and I hate working seven days a week. Doug, you can speak to that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'll have the weekends off, I'll make more money. And then they go, well, now that you left uh, TV, we need you to do this Rams post-game show every Sunday. And I go, well, I don't want to do it. I I want to have the weekends off. That's one of the reasons I left TV. They go, well, if you look at your contract, it says... If you're not doing TV, we can ask you to work on the weekends. And I go, oh, my God. You guys wanted me to leave TV. I did it, and now you're... It said that right in the contract? It, it, I mean, certainly it wasn't as... Usually contracts are intentionally... Yeah. The wording is left vague so they can bang. I mean, you, mm-hmm. once you sign a contract, you're, it's done so you can get banged. The morals clause is the ultimate, because whose morals are we operating by? I produced that show. Oh, is that right? Me and... It was me and Slayton. And I didn't know you were the producer, is that right? And we would do it on remote, I think. Yeah, you did. And the first one didn't turn out so well. What? I don't even know. Is that when there was a I just, fight no, I didn't down on Washington it. Avenue? Oh, the Dubliner. Yeah. yeah I was not there for that, but I recall reading about it in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. All I know is, is Barrett put all these bells and whistles into this thing, and he had like eight comments. All right, let's go to the top two runs of the day. 
Let's go to the top two sacks of the day. Let's go to the big play of the day. Oh. Any big production, like, come on, man. Just talk football. If there's an area of our business that concerns me, it's the way we develop future program directors. <laughs> yeah, those are the you say that is the thing that's been bothering you for a few years. Those are the keys. It's not getting good talent on the air to make the shows interesting. I used to tell Jeremiah Crow, if you don't want my chair, that's a problem. Problem for the whole industry. I agree See, with like, that. That's so unreal. Like, it sounds so like a parody. Well, it's because he had a self-important view of himself. If you don't want whatever, me? whatever he was doing had uh, to be the most important if thing. If you don't want my chair, I... Yeah. Like, he was the key to all of it. I think the funniest thing I ever did to him and embarrassed the hell out of him, we decided to do this thing because 590 was going to start carrying Notre Dame football. And I said, I think uh, Slayton was doing the afternoon show, I said, how about if we do a Notre Dame flashback once a week? I said, I can get a bunch of former Notre Dame, Notre Dame guys on. So he, he liked that. And then Barrett had to take over. Yeah, come to my office. I got all kinds of phone numbers. I said, well, I got enough. No, I mean, I got all kinds of Notre Dame numbers. So do I. So he gives me this list, and I said, and I, next day I give it back to him. He goes, it work? Get anybody on? I said, no, my numbers work. I said, you may want to check these because all these numbers are no good anymore. If you need any Notre Dame numbers, I got plenty for you. If you want to borrow some, he didn't like that. Oh, hmm. oh, God. You came out on top again, didn't you? <laughs> no. I got fired, so I guess not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a great equalizer. <laughs> Well, I was tired. I was tired of this guy thinking he, mm -hmm. he we needed him. That's the word. I guarantee that's the reason that I was gone is because I didn't need him. This is the producers podcast with Brady Farkas. Farkas needed him. Did you want his chair? No. All the other people. Do you want Farkas's chair? I don't care for Farkas's chair. All the other chair? people he hired. That was before he interviewed Marsh. You don't even care for your own chair. No, I don't care. I don't need anyone's chair. He hired people that needed him so he could just be a glorified producer. He basically produced every show because he had these people that couldn't produce. I'll take care of that. I got some numbers. I'll line them up for you. He basically just produced shows because he had people in that couldn't produce. I didn't need him, so I had to go. My brother and I got one of those infamous T-shirts when you guys had the prior remote at Courtesy Diner on Kings Highway. I still have it. That's from Esteban Yan Donut Maker. Oh, that's a small. That's a, that was a small diner. Oh, and I used to love I think he, there was a place called the City Diner, and we oh, did yeah. a remote from there. I think that's Talk what you might Fox. bring up, because I remember the, the cat had to drop ass in the middle of the show. Oh, and right became, there at the diner? Yeah, and it became a theme for years. Oh. I used to go there all the time. That's, that Gosh. is a sizable alley, old patio. Do you want to scold them for... Yes, get yourself regular. Well, didn't you guys do a remote from uh, one of the grocery stores down the hill? We did, D.R. Yeah, Oreos. a couple of them. Doug, you were a part of that. We sat right there at a, at a folding <laughs> That's a really small grocery store. folding style. chairs. And elderly women were pushing carts through and listening to us talk about Tim having his hole licked and things like that. <laughs> it was horrible. Where was there room to set up an entire aisle? There, there is right an aisle. Just, an aisle? Yep. It was oh, right by the right. deli. Right, yeah, right by, by the, the deli. gabagool. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Right by the front uh, window we said, can there. you put us by the gabagool? <laughs> yeah. People were like, hey, can you guys move so I can get some more to Della? We were there at least twice and maybe three times. We got to know Tony really well. Nicest yeah, woman there ever. There she was. Yeah, I guess she runs it or owns it. Or... It's a great spot. Yeah. Guys, nobody has Notre Dame numbers like Ken. That's from Larry Thornton. Mm -hmm. I'd put that. your Notre Dame numbers up against anyone. Yeah, that story it was hilarious. I, could, I bet Barrett was pissed. Did you get Rudy on? Rudy Rudiger. We had Rudy on. We had uh, Jack Snow, Paul I bet. Horning on. Jack Snow. Dan Devine. Jerome Terry Bettis, Hanratty. Jerome Bettis, Tim Brown. Joe Theismann. All kinds of Notre Dame people I had. He had numbers that didn't work. <clears throat> he made up his numbers. 
No, they were just so old they didn't work. I kept mine up to date. Yeah. If only phone numbers and Hall of Fame's positively impacted net worth. Unfortunately, they do not. And you're teetering on the verge of financial ruin. Pipe it, pockets! Oh, it's from gosh. the Table Rock Lake Monster. Well, who used to go by Sister Catherine Patricia. Or does go by Sister Catherine Patricia. Good. Yeah, money's not everything. Yeah, bury me with the accolades. How about that? How about that, Doug? That's a t-shirt. Bury me with the accolades. Yeah. I'd take the money. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so <laughs> I had to buy the pick. Uh, the Dodum says best remote is Sedgwick's. Doug, remember we did a remote in Chicago? I was. That's dope. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, I it's your bachelor party. Oh, is that when we did it? Mm-hmm. No, it was like 2016. Mm-hmm. I remember listening on my way down to college. Was it 2015 oh, or 2016? Luke August Weaver 2016. made his debut that weekend. Am I right? August 2016. I would bet my life on it. I'd just like to hang out in Doug's chair so I can sniff. Okay. Watch it. <laughs> Scott's wrinkled ball sack, not his wife. But she is looking to go to Manhattan to engage in coitus with Lisa Ann. She's looking forward to that? Seems like it, actually. Yeah. does. He's Some, looking forward to it. Yeah, I think we're all looking forward to it. Mug and Ass is the presenting sponsor. Uh-huh. Jamie Burkhardt is making himself available to the gentleman who is going to Venmo me $100. Somebody has just Venmo me, Doug. Some, did he do it? Who sent me the Venmo? I don't know the gentleman's name. Oh, the 830 Recreator just sent me $5 just for me being me. Oh, gosh. Stop it. A little light. I like the rack. Yeah, five bucks. They even yeah, That's like I got my own OnlyFans now. <laughs> Speaking of which, Eric and Drew Swings are going to be in studio coming up at 9 o'clock. Uh, the 7 o'clock hour is presented to you by St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. That's Munganess, St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganess will take wonderful care of you. You need to get your car serviced. Even if you didn't get it from Munganess, get it serviced at Munganess. stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. Email me and I'll put you directly in touch with them. Happy to do it. T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at insidestl.com. It's Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 314-252-0029. Munganast, and think about it. Uh, Tim, I really want to sponsor Martin coming in and roasting MFers once a week or twice a month. Hmm. EDF Fire Divisions need to put out the fires after this roast. Doug, that's from the recovering alcoholic from okay. Belva and Webster Groves, and he wants Martin to come in and just light us up. He does. He comes in and just goes around the he dance. Does. Ripping all of us. He, does. he did. He came in a couple times. Mm-hmm. We were talking about earlier this year about uh, doing that on a regular basis, but I think it might have been a, you know, he's doing stuff on KTRS, and I think it might have been a tough spot to do both of them. Yeah. Both of them. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, this is technically just a podcast, though, isn't it? Yes, Doug, no, whatever. Well, I don't know. HD2, it's just such a great <laughs> That's area. the best response I've ever heard. It was. There was a second pause in the plowhogs like F, <laughs> yeah, and I'll answer. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I got a break in between my Pop-Tart. Yeah, All right. yeah you did. You Strawberry again, pausing. Strawberry, yeah. That's the one thing. They don't make variety Pop-Tart packs. That's at least I haven't seen. I'd big like, miss. I'd like a variety box. You know? Like, oh, I'm going to run. You know we have a toaster back there. You could heat that thing up. You know the thing with the Pop Tart toaster is you got about a 10 second window of it being perfect to it being completely ruined. Spot on. Like, Scalding it, it, hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you, you need to have on. that. I just don't think I have the ability to hit it just right anymore like I did when I was I wonder if a microwave would be better where it wouldn't be so hard. It would kind of be But it gets elastic at the end after the, the initial. You lose out on the crisp corners. Yeah. So like the toaster, I agree, Iggy. 100% the move. I just always burn it and completely ruin it. Every takes a special touch. Time. You just chased an entire bag of chips with a couple of Pop-Tarts. Well, how else are you going to wash it down? 
There's probably not another human Especially in those America master that pea just chips. ate what you just ate. Dude, rap snacks, I'm telling you for the price, they don't play. They do they not play. They're the best, like, literally the best chips in the game. Oh, my God. The little boozies. Oh, my God. Little boozies. Oh, really? But the back, the, the uh, Rick Ross, the lemon pepper. Oh, oh, Rick Ross. How about the Luther Burden chips? Are they pretty good? Have you yes. had those? Yeah. Yeah. They are actually really good. Spicy. They're hot. Is that made by Vienna? Right? I don't know who makes them. Old Vienna. Yeah, Vienna. Oh, yeah. That's a good brand. Just yeah, overall. My buddy dropped some up last week. I gave them to the um, <laughs> promotion staff. Mm-hmm. I, grabbed, I snagged a bag. Oh, Luther makes a good chunk of change on that. Good for him. Does he? Uh, oh, Doug, uh, Mr. Licks is sending in a picture of a car, and I don't know why. It's a Merce- <laughs> it's a it looks car. like a Mercedes SUV. Is that the license plate he's going for? I don't know. What is it? Jackson, do you see this? Plowhawk, do you see this in the text inbox? I don't know the significance of why it matters. It's got a John Burroughs and a Tennessee Volunteer sticker now, on it. What it's a show mean? of wealth. It's a show of great wealth. Oh, here it is. I guess, I guess that there was a little message before the image. Imagine spending the money... Send your kids to John Burroughs, and then you send your kid to a dumb SEC school. Oh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh my niece. Well, goes Florida to or Vanderbilt are good schools. Yeah, damn right. Oh, my Florida. niece goes to Tennessee. It's a great school. I saw a recent ranking that had Florida the number one public public school in America. Have number you seen the price to that place? It's hard to get in. It's like sixty grand. So many too. people want to go there. It's hard yeah. to get in. A lot of in-state. A lot of in-state. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of South Florida comes up. To uh, mm-hmm. the northern part, yeah, they don't go to, to Gainesville. Yeah, they go well, to most kids in Florida they go in state because of the prepay laws down there. What they, if they uh, want to be great journalists? Do they come to Columbia? Um, no. Okay, seems like a miss. Uh, I did actually know a guy who came up from uh, Fort Lauderdale, went to Missouri Journalism School. So I guess I was wrong there. Doug, do you call it Lottie Dottie? I don't. Down there, it's just Lauderdale or Broward, nice. Broward County. Mm-hmm. Keon Dooling, Clarence Gilbert. Right. Yeah, I prefer Brower to Dade. Okay. <laughs> Man. Right, right. Mount Rushmore yeah. of counties in better, Florida. Better county. Like Mount Rushmore of Seminole. Florida County. Seminole County. <laughs> a little more tame than Dade. Dade County is kind of a wild and crazy place. Lee County. That's a nice. I would say. Oh, I'm going to go Lee, Dade, Broward, Palm Beach. Yeah. I don't even know how. I don't I even think... know what else would be acceptable. Well, in how that. about Pinellas? Seminole. Or Hillsborough. That's the Tampa area. Those are nice places. What county would God. Naples be in? Lee. Lee. Lee, Dade, Broward, Palm Beach. It's like an Insta ship. I don't even think uh, it's yeah. debatable. Lee is pretty much everything south of the airport down there. All right. Yeah, I mean, you got Naples, then you got Captiva, Miami, and Broward. Unless you unless you would take the Tampa County. What is which one is that again? Is that Hillsborough is Tampa. Pinellas is St. Peter. Got it. And what's nicer? I, I've not done a lot of tamping. So which one's nicer? Uh, St. Pete's nicer than Tampa? Depends on what you're looking Probably. for. Depends. I'm looking for ass. Tampa. Perfect. Keisha Gray, Doug. <laughs> okay. But she fell into the bay there. No, that so was Lana Rose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's a dangerous so area. <laughs> Falling into Tampa Bay. <laughs> that was so weird when that hurricane came and hit yeah. Fort Myers, how the, no how water, the water sucked all the water right out of Tampa Suckled. Bay. Suckled. Yeah. It didn't suckle it. It <laughs> sucked it right out. Spit it back in. Yeah, Eventually, yeah. In a major way. Number one, no one from Burroughs is getting into Florida. Number two, Vanderbilt is overrated. That's from Mr. Licks. Burroughs is probably the top school in St. Louis, eh? Probably so. We have no clue what school you went to. We have no clue who you are. For all we know, you went to Merrimack. You're driving around a pacer. Oh, you don't see many of those on the road anymore. 
Well, he's keeping it alive as long as he can. But his shot was at the University of Tennessee, right? That was that's the, correct. I'm sure. And that somebody spent money to send their child to Burroughs, and then the child decided to take that education and go to Knoxville. That was what his observation yeah. was with sending in the picture of the vehicle with the school stickers. Mm-hmm. I believe that's what that was about. In, in a vacuum, I'm just like, why is there a picture of a Mercedes SUV <laughs> in our text inbox? Oh, I'm sure the University of Tennessee has turned out some great graduates. Peyton Manning among them. Rondo. Yeah. If you're not in Palm Beach County, you're Mr. Licks. He's in, how do you pronounce it, Ocala? Yeah, Ocala. Yeah, Ocala. That's where, that's where uh, John, John Travolta, Travolta lives. lives. Horse country. And mm-hmm. I believe that's and Louis where Ustazen. Louis Ustazen has horses there. And Walter Ray Williams, great bowler. Yep. See? <laughs> All the bowlers. He retired to Ocala. Out there. Right next to John Travolta's house, probably. Yeah, Ladue Horton Watkins is the best school in St. Louis. Thanks. That's from Mud Puppy. On the public side, probably. But, yeah. uh, is it? They, they battle with Clayton for that. Yeah, it's Clayton or Broncos? Uh, Greyhounds. Greyhounds. Well, do and Clayton, obviously rivals. And, um, yeah, they're they're usually one and two in those rankings. But if we're talking all schools, mm-hmm. John Burroughs is different different ball game. I can tell you this, people who people know where I went to high school. That's from Mr. Licks. Oh gosh, who? Why would we know? <laughs> smells of Priory. Why would we know? Stug, you like that phrase? Smells of Priory. Because <laughs> they yeah. If you went to Priory, you make sure you let people know. About is that it. right? Really? That's my, my so experience. it's smells of Priory. I guarantee you, one of, those, one of those Parkway schools. You think he's a cult? <laughs> what about a Longhorn? What about a Viking? What about a Patriot? He went Eureka. He went Eureka. He went brag about uh, a public school. Uh, good morning. Vanderbilt is where rich St. Louis families ship their eldest boys when they're too smart for SMU but too dumb for the Ivy League. Thanks, oh. Arbor Day. <laughs> yeah. We're learning a lot. <laughs> You think there's any truth to that? There might actually be truth to that. I don't know anything about any of this. I mean, we're we're, we're University of Missouri guys. We're meat and potatoes guys. Right. right. Was Lex the guy who tried to get an old Warson, but his wife had too much St. Charles in her? Yeah, they the like, same guy? they like questioned if this was the right place. <laughs> that was a, I don't believe it was Mr. That was a story a friend of mine told me about... Uh, well, maybe it, was the Mr. maybe it was Mr. Licks telling the story, and then I remember telling it to a friend of mine who is a member there, and he really enjoyed the anecdote. Doesn't necessarily <laughs> validate that it occurred, but I think Mr. Licks called in and said this couple wanted to get in, and the wife was from St. Charles, and the board said the wife has too much St. Charles in her. <laughs> There's another T-shirt. <laughs> Just a little bit too much. <laughs> Can you imagine that in a boardroom in Ladue? <laughs> no, we really like him, but the wife just has too much St. Charles in her. Oh, I'm sure well, I think it smelled the Missouri River on her. I'm sure that happens. There was a whiff of the Wentzville territories. <laughs> I'm sure they like one member of the family, but the uh, spouse they got problems with. Oh. <laughs> but today it was because he was from St. Charles. Like you can instantly tell just looking at a person. <laughs> Orson Woods Wacko says he knows Mr. Licks, and Mr. Licks went to Ursuline. Oh, he did. What are the chances? How's that? He's transitioning. transitioning I didn't yes. even realize that was. Uh, Mr. Licks went to Windsor and is just a Hoosier playing dress up behind his keyboard. F off, pal! Oh. That's from Mr. Fong and he owns a dildo shop. You think with all this transitioning stuff going on, there'll be a time when boys can get into girls' schools? And I, vice do, versa? I, I do. I'm not necessarily thinking transitioning so much as I'm thinking, I wonder if the all boys and all girls' schools will exist years from yeah. now. That's what I'm. That'd be a shame because I think you probably do learn better if it's just boys or just girls. 
Because you um, take the you take the the flirting and the testosterone out of some of the classes, you do better. I think. Yeah, but in between classes, so you find peace over there and give her a head nod. You know what's up. I I'm mean, not I, saying it's not more fun to go to a, a mixed school. I'm saying for learning, I think it's better for all boys you, and all girls. I, when I, because I, you know, we had one high school, so like our private high school was in Peoria if we wanted to go. But like it, it blew me away the male or the the female male all male school all female school because I, I I never did it never once. I never did either. You know your school is not really good if all the boys are gone in October for deer hunting. <laughs> That's Somebody sent me a picture. A friend of mine sent me a picture the other day and said, do you recognize this person? And it was a female. I said, I don't know who that is, but she's hot. Gail Volva. I said, I don't know. She's hot. And he goes, that's John. You used to bowl with a male who has become a female. And my first response is, I don't know, but she's hot. You going to find John, bro? You're interested. Yeah, maybe. You are interested. <laughs> I was at the time. <laughs> when I found out it was some dude I used to bowl with. Maybe oh, not. gosh. Mm. Uh, send your emails in. Design air, heating, and cooling email of the day. This might be it, Doug. This might be it. This might be it. Okay. It's time to get the furnace tuned up. All right? Enough. We talked about it here for a month. Let's get it taken care of because, uh, hey, here's the deal. We got a high of 58 on Sunday. It's about to get real. Yeah. Okay? Now let's make our, make sure our furnaces are working. Can't hear complaints in November when it's a high of 45 and you're going, oh, my furnace doesn't work. Well, we've been telling you now to go to designairservice.com and work with the great Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling. His service techs will come out and take care of it quick, fast, and in a hurry, I can tell you, because they just did it two weeks ago at our home. Doug's a client. I'm a client. Why don't you become a client as well? It's Design Air Heating and Cooling, sponsor of our email of the day, and also the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. This week's edition, QFTA, Stop Tickling Me. Stop Tickling Me is its title. Mm. Jackson, tell me about your hair. Making a little comeback is what it is. Doing. Yeah, there's a little buzz. There's yeah. a little buzz. Just a little buzz, you know. And uh, I have to thank St. Louis Hair Restoration for that, our wonderful sponsor, who Doug and I both went in for a consultation. They took a look at my scalp, and it's kind of like this this certain hair loss that a lot of people my age deal with, especially with, like, my kind of hair color, you know, the light blonde. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can really deal with this kind of hair, hair loss. And it's not a kind of hair loss where you're like, okay, let's go get you in for an FUE procedure like Doug got. It's like, hey, let's try out some finasteride, see if we can stop with the hair loss. And then they say, how about this laser cap? And that's going to help kind of fuel that regrowth that makes the blood kind of rush up to your head and helps with your pores getting more hair up there. And if that works out for a year, maybe I don't need an FUE procedure or, you know, if, if the results are the other way, then maybe I would be a candidate for it. But either way, I got a consultation, and now we're starting to see a little comeback. It really does work that way. So if you're kind of nervous about your hair or you think it might be going soon, go get a consultation with St. Louis Hair Restoration. You might be an FUE procedure like Doug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I had. I'm a little more than three months out now, and I think you can see on YouTube I got some I got some wispies coming up Shrubs. in the front. Shrubs. Yeah, they look like Fabio here in another couple months. I would imagine. There are all kinds of options. Uh, it's not just one thing or another. It depends on your age and your certain situation. That's why that initial consultation with Greg Kreilin and Dr. Palinga is more educational, really. They truly want you to understand how it works, why it works, and the differences in the techniques that are out there. Their main goal is to guide you in the right direction to make the best decision for yourself. And for me, they decided it was the FUE procedure where they take some grafts on the side and the back of your head and transplant them to where you are thin. That's what I had done. No pain involved at all. 
does take a little, uh, you know, a few days to recover from that uh, so you don't uh, damage it somehow, damage the follicles. And then it's pretty much life as normal. You put on a, a golf or baseball hat for week, two weeks, whatever, until the hair grows back, until you're comfortable with it. And then you're good to go. Then you just sit back and wait for the follicles to grow, Jackie Papers. Nice. That's what they told me. They said, Jackie, called you Jackie, Jackie Papers. Papers. Jackie Papers, you just sit back and wait for the follicles to grow. And that's where I am now, thanks to the great work from Dr. Palinga, who's one of, uh, certainly one of the best in the business. The name of the business, again, St. Louis Hair Restoration. Their website, stlouishairrestoration.com. There it is. Unique home market, that is for sure, at this moment. In U.S. real estate history, if you are looking to buy a home or you are looking to sell a home, work with a listener uh, of the program, and his name is Jeff Lotman, and he is with Compass Realty. It is a really unique time, but if you need to buy a home, then you know the inventory is low, and you might need some inside word to find out what houses might be coming on the market, and Jeff Lotman has been doing it in 22 years in St. Louis and has sold half a billion dollars worth of real estate. How do you do? I mean, how do it's you a do? Lot of, it's a lot of real estate. I mean, my goodness. That's Jeff Lotman of uh, Compass Realty, and he's got a website. Let me look it up. Here it is, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It certainly does. Want to try it out for yourself? J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Lott, Compass Realty. Send your emails in, designer, heating and cooling email today. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. Text in 314-881-TMA5 EDF Group Text Inbox. And, of course, you're always welcome to call in like caller Drew did to talk about chili recipes from Steak and Shake, 636-9004-TMA. We actually have, like, kind of intriguing sports topics in the next segment. We do? I know. What? I'm uncomfortable with it, but we do. We got some breaking Missouri football recruiting news. Huh. Blues I was texting tonight? with the colonel about this. Got the blues tonight. Doug Armstrong with a soundbite that no matter what, you're going to react to it. Really? Uh, and then some uh, stuff going on and going back and forth in the baseball playoffs. Mm. I mean, it. Uh, am I missing anything, Jackson, on this deep tease? I was texting Jackson with all these sound bites like at 6 this morning. I go, hey, I got a lot of stuff here, boys. Yeah. Oh, uh, Justin Verlander's victory speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friend of the show, Jeff Passan's going to be on, of course, not calling in, but we got a soundbite from him. Okay. Uh, and uh, and then, naturally, we segue from that to Erica and Drew Swings in studio on the YouTube cameras at 9 o'clock. Okay. And then we got the design ear heating and cooling email today, and then we got balloon party at 10 o'clock, and that's presented by Munganess, St. Louis, Acura, and Alton Toyota. And Jackson, what do we have today is the Blues open up the season just 12 hours from now in Texas. Uh, on top of the Little Pill Sports Business Newsletter, we're going to have a wide berth Thursday. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Wide berth, so you got nothing. Well, I mean, we're coming off of a, a show where we had the Doug Armstrong presser and Taylor Twelman in the same show. Yep. I mean, come on. Okay. So, yeah, it's a wide berth Thursday. Okay. I guess I'll sit out there outside for the... Uh... No, 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 no. Well, oh, you got to be in here for this. Well, they need both mics. Well, come here and sit on my lap. I'll just go stand in the corner like I'm getting cucked. <laughs> you can wear this cuck hat that we have. Oh, yeah, we here. have a dunce cap. We used to. Where'd it go? That's in the other oh, studio. Oh, it's up here. It's up oh, yeah, yeah. So and it actually says cuck yeah. on it. It's mm-hmm. great. All right, Eric and Drew Swing's coming up in studio at 9 o'clock hour. Big things are happening. And then this wide berth Thursday on Balloon Party. So we got a lot. We yeah. Got- it's good that, that this today at Balloon Party that you do have the wide berth <laughs> right. so that you didn't really have to plan anything. Oh, 
Serious charge. Okay, sorry. Piddle, Piddle's Business Journal. Yeah, the, the, yeah, Sports Business Newsletter, Doug. Okay. Yeah, it's all coming your way. Here's what you got. They're right. taking care of for the next two and a half hours. This is TMA from the Michael Bolcher Studios.